Welcome, 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 everybody, to The Straight Line with Ryan Leaf. We're going to start the show and talk about travel a little bit, okay? The New York Giants, who take on the San Francisco 49ers today, um, made their way out to Arizona to get that big come-from-behind win and chose to stay in the Western time zone, right? The Pacific time zone. And uh, we've seen teams do this in the past. We've seen last year Atlanta come out, uh, almost get the win in L.A., then go up to Seattle, get the win in Seattle, which is a very difficult place to play at. Um, it's worked for teams when they have to go the full three time zones. Will it work for the Giants tonight? I suppose we'll find out. One of the bigger questions that's going to be answered here soon is who plays for the Giants? Does Daniel Jones have the ability to do what he did and replicate what he did in the second half without, let's say, Saquon Barkley? We'll get down to the second. But as I was saying about travel, of course, um, today's an interesting day. I had to come in and do my uh, um, do Good Morning Football this morning on Thursday mornings, and then I usually come over and do this show. Well, because of, I don't know, UN traffic and everything that's going on in the city, it took like three hours to get into the city this morning. We do the show here, jump in a car, and race to the airport. Airport to Indianapolis. When I land in Indianapolis, a gentleman will pick me up and fly me in this helicopter. Now, I want you all to look at this. It got sent to me last night, and my first response to the guy who, who's piloting it, I said, there's a lot of trust here uh, because it kind of looks fake. In fact, it kind of looks like maybe like the bat pod or uh, the bat copter, and that's what my son called it last night when he looked at it. He's like, it's the bat copter, Dad. So I guess we should be relatively safe um, with that aspect of things. So fly to Indy, picked up in this helicopter, flown to Fort Lane, Indiana, Fort Wayne, Indiana. I speak at an event tonight at a dinner, fly back to Indy, spend the night, get on a plane at 730 tomorrow morning to see you guys in the studio, get you ready for the big weekend of all football, catch a flight at 340 to Houston to call the Houston, Sam Houston State game on Saturday night for ESPN, and then back home on Sunday. Good news, huge travel weekend, but I don't have to travel again. I don't have a game until the end of October now, which will be the largest outdoor cocktail party between Florida and Georgia, which looks like it could be a heck of a football game. Um, so a lot of Little League baseball and soccer practices are in my future for the weekends, but I won't be rushing out of here. We'll be able to get you locked in for every college and NFL game you want right here at PointsBet. Um Let's start with that Thursday night matchup tonight. Who's out? Who's in? Well, the biggest names, of course, Saquon Barkley uh, and Andrew Thomas are both out for the game tonight against the 49ers. I looked at the number. It was so high, uh, you know, 10 and a half points. And I just thought, you know, double digit points. We do not like those here. We think it's self stupid. It's the NFL. All games come down to field goal games. Uh, but the Buffalo Bills at home, you know, big, big favorites. They go out and win by 28 points. Uh, San Francisco, week one against the Steelers on the road, win by, you know, win by a ton. You got the Cowboys that go to the Giants and win by 40. It's just, it's a large number in my eye. You know, it just is. And in my mind. And uh, I can't kind of wrap my head around it. But Saquon Barkley was a bit of that spark last week with Daniel Jones. He caught, he caught a touchdown and ran a touchdown in that second half comeback. That's significant. It's a big part of what they do offensively, regardless of how much they pay the guy. So that loss is going to be big. 
on a short week on the road at San Francisco Stadium, their first home game of the season. Uh, the Browns, they signed Kareem Hunt uh, to replace uh, Nick Chubb after his injury. Of course, well-versed with the Cleveland offense, having spent the last few years in Cleveland. Um, surprisingly, he hadn't been picked up by anybody. He goes back to Cleveland and probably on the top of a lot of people's uh, fantasy fa- fantasy football leagues. Uh, I will say this, Ford looked really good. So don't just assume that Kareem Hunt's going to be you know, thrown right back into the mix. Ford looked really good. They looked like they could run against that Steelers defense, no problem. Passing against it, much different story. Okay, we got a Justin Fields story. We got a Justin Fields jersey right across from me here. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna preface it this way, okay? He stood up at his press conf- conference and muttered uh, a few words that are going to just hang on him like a anchor. It was, it could be the coaching on why the struggles have occurred or why things have been difficult for him, and. I can't tell you how bad of a look this is. It may be. It may be on all these other pieces, but you're the face of the franchise. You are the starting quarterback. You have to own everything. It's just what we signed up for. You know, when you're the head coach and the quarterback, doesn't matter what level you're at, you have to own everything. And it doesn't cost you anything. I, your pride. And I get it. I was in that same spot, and I pointed fingers, and I blamed other people. So I understand that that feeling that comes up with the pride of, you know, it's not me, I'm busting my tail, but you can't do it. You can't do it. You have to stand in front of the mic and take all the punches. It's just how it works. And you'll be endeared to your teammates in that locker room. Now, if you can't play, you can't play. He's clearly shown he's can, he can play, okay? It's not that. But when you do not take ownership for something, when you are the leader, uh, head coach, quarterback, that's where things go awry. That's where things become a problem. That's where things end. And so therefore, feeding into my next story about Bears defensive coordinator, Alan Williams, he steps down saying, I'm going to take a step back to take care of my friends, family, health, all of the things that go into it. It's always the line used for whatever. I don't know what's going on, uh, but it just, um, it just continues to build and sit on top of this Chicago Bears franchise, which I don't think um, anybody could have any confidence in, like zero, especially walking into Kansas City as well. Arrowhead destroys lives for a lot of people. This may be that one that just kind of you know puts everybody out of their misery type of mentality. Year two, offensive coordinator. Year two, head coach. Defensive coordinator's gone. Year two, general manager, new president. All of the things you got going forward, the moves they made in the offseason to see where it's at right now and how dysfunctional it feels. I mean, it is what it is. They're going to be there next year. They're going to be either drafting high and looking for a new quarterback or a new coach, whatever. But if you are a Bears fan out there, you, you cannot have any confidence in this team to do anything moving forward. They have Denver coming in next week after the Chiefs game. Might be the best thing that the Broncos needed because uh, they certainly probably walk into that matchup at 0-3. A couple 0-3 teams that we had high hopes for. We did. We had high hopes for the Bears this year. Certainly had high hopes for the Denver Broncos. Both of them in a very, very delicate position with them playing probably two of the best teams in the AFC uh, this weekend in the Miami Dolphins and the Kansas City Chiefs. See how it all plays out. But uh, 
Zero. Zero confidence. Uh, the Rams, they trade away running back Cam Akers to the Vikings for uh, um, for a 2026 draft pick. Um, this started last year, and it just seems like, for whatever reason, Sean McVay and Cam Akers were, have been at odds uh, at, at what he's expected to do, what he does do, and all of that. It's better uh, to go a place where he seem, certainly feels wanted. Kevin O'Connell worked with Cam Akers, of course, in, in L.A., and so they make the trade, and in a way, Cam Akers go. Kyron Williams has been playing incredibly well. He's pre- he protects the quarterback well. He's gotten into the end zone. I think uh, Sean McVay and that, that staff feel very comfortable with him at the running back position, and, and away goes Cam Akers. Now, don't forget, Cam Akers made an incredible comeback, of course, from his injury um, to play at, at the level that he played at. But this may be just better for everybody involved uh, now that he's out of L.A. and with Kevin O'Connell in Minnesota. Um, he'll be the backup, of course, to Alexander Madison. Um, and this weekend's a matchup between uh, the Chargers 0-2 and the Vikings 0-2. Uh, I got a question this morning. Are, are, what about these? T- would you expect these two teams to have uh, no win so far? So, I, I, I'm not surprised that the um, – that the Vikings have no wins, I'm really surprised that the Chargers don't. That's a big deal. Um, and I don't know if uh, a team needs a win more than the Chargers right now and Brandon Staley. Moving on, Tyreek Hill. Uh, he he heaps some high praise on Christian Gonzalez, the rookie out of Oregon, um, talking about how he's a really good player. I mean, it's it's interesting to hear some of the greats in the league talk about guys that – show up and play well. It also leads you to believe that, you know, as a, as a fraternity, um, you know, we all care for one another. You know, we all want you to be successful, and we expect you to be successful, um, maybe just not against us. But this is, this is high praise coming from Tyreek Hill, who has, you know, demolished the NFL from the wide receiver position for the last, you know, five years or so. Um, not a, not I told you so, but just a little reminder, just a little reminder. When we did our futures for superlatives heading into this season, you know, we gave you the uh, the Gonzalez Defensive Rookie of the Year uh, for plus 1,000. I hope you took us up on that there in the preseason because uh, I think, yeah, he's a special player. And the fact that he fell to the Patriots and Bill Belichick got him in that defense, uh, that's a big deal. Big phys- physical defensive back that Tyreek Hill certainly has. Uh, some respect for. All right, when we come back, Thursday night football preview and picks for the matchup tonight in San Francisco, right here on the straight line with Ryan Leaf. Welcome back, everybody, to the straight line with Ryan Leaf. Uh, here we go. Another Thursday night football matchup between the New York Giants, a playoff team from a year ago, the San Francisco 49ers, also a playoff team, much different. Uh, starts to the season. If not for a second-half resurgence by the Giants, they are 0-2 and may have not scored a point yet this year. That goes a long ways in determining what tonight's matchup's going to look like. Saquon Barkley is not going to go. Andrew Thomas is not going to go. Brandon Ayuk is questionable with the shoulder. I don't know if they, uh, if they send him out there or not. Brandon has been absolutely dominant this season as the wide receiver for the San Francisco 49ers. Jawan Jennings probably takes his spot, does just 
does a great job as well. Debo Samuel maybe gets more targets. Uh, George Kittle for sure. So that speaks to what this spread looks like. It's 10.5 points right now. We do not like double digits here at the straight line. We hate it. Uh, I would say just take the money line, but it doesn't make you any money, right? I mean, you're going to win. The 49ers are going to win this game, so maybe figure out a way to do it in a parlay. I was going to go Giants plus the 10.5 because it's a lot. I just can't get past the fact that you have no Saquon Barkley. Uh, You put yourself in a position, uh, Joey Bosa up against Andrew Thomas not existing, uh, or Nick Bosa. It, it, It just doesn't compute. It could very much look like the first half of the Cardinals game or the full game against the Dallas Cowboys in this matchup. So what does that look like? I don't know. San Francisco 35, New York Giants 7, okay? That puts you at 43 points. That is the total at 43 and a half. Let's go 49ers minus the 10 and a half. Let's go over, over the 43 and a half. It just seems like that's trending in that direction. We can get uh, a high-scoring game from the 49ers with a couple, you know, lazy field goals or touchdowns late to kick it over. So let's go there. 49ers minus 10 and a half, uh, total over the 43 and a half. And then for your Thursday night football, same game parlay, we're going 49ers money line. There's no way they lose this football game tonight. Uh, uh, Brock Purdy over one and a half touchdowns. That I lost last week. First time he hasn't done it. He'll do it tonight. Over one and a half touchdown passes along with a George Kittle anytime touchdown. I think he's targeted a lot more tonight, especially down in the red zone for a big score. That three-leg parlay for tonight's single uh, or same-game parlay will get you a plus 320 value. Good luck. Uh, uh, I would hope for a good game, but I don't think we'll get it. You're asking a lot of Daniel Jones to do that in back-to-back games. Uh, and without Saquon Barkley, that presents a lot of problems. 49ers get to 3-0. and Giants to 1-2. and We'll see tomorrow as we break down every NFL matchup for this coming Sunday and some college football matchups as well. we got a pretty good slate of college football games this weekend. Uh, so we'll talk to you tomorrow, everybody, right here on The Straight Line with Ryan Leaf. 